Deuteronomy chapter 33 this morning. Deuteronomy chapter 33 this morning. I'll read about four or five verses here, and then we'll give you a message to maybe help you in the time that we're living in today. And it helped me, got to thinking about it, got to studying, got to looking at it. It really helped me. You know, we, we go things through things in this life, and I, you know, like my body is just getting wore out and everything, but I shouldn't dwell on that. There are other things that I need to dwell on. And if I start thinking on the good things, the right things, it'll bring joy back in my life. And I imagine if you start thinking on the right things and focusing on the right things, uh, we talked Wednesday night about moving forward in God, and we can only do that if we get closer to Him. I'm going to give you something this morning to help you out in this time that we're living in. And let me just say this. It seems every time you turn the TV on, you get some bad news. Something has happened somewhere. Somebody's done this. Somebody's done that. They're doing this. They're doing that. And, and if you're not careful, you get to focusing on what the world is doing instead of what God is doing in this world. And remember who you are. You are a child of God. You're about, bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. Remember that. He'll help you now. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 26. Let us stand for the reading of God's word. Deuteronomy chapter 33, beginning in verse 26. And I love this. There is none like unto the God. There is none like Him. I just love that. Let's say that again. There is none like unto God of Jerusalem, who rideth upon the heavens and the help and the excellency of the sky. The eternal God is thy refuge, and under beneath are the everlasting arms. He shall thrust out the enemy from before thee, and shall say, Destroy them. Israel then shall dwell in safety alone. The foundation of Jacob shall be upon a land of corn and wine, and also heaven shall drop down dew. Happy art thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee, O people, saved by the Lord, the shield of thy help, and who is the sword of thy excellency, and thy enemies shall be found liars unto thee, and thou shalt thread upon the high places. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight. Lord, we thank you this morning, Lord, for all that you've done. We thank you for what you're doing, Lord, and we just help us to focus on you, Lord, and help us to open our minds and receive the words that you would have us to receive this morning, Lord. And we'll give you the praise. We'll give you the honor in all things. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You may be seated this morning. In this text that we uh, read here, we find the servant of the Lord Moses, one of God's uh, man that brought uh, uh, his people out of uh, Egypt uh, and he has taken them to the uh, edge of the promised land. And you realize God is not going to let Moses go into the promised land, but he gets them to the edge of the promised land. God's servant, God's man, he's giving the children of the Lord encouragement before he steps off the scene here. He's given them words of wisdom, words of guidance, and words of remembrance uh, not to walk away from God, not to forget God. And he's also given them words of encouragement to help them in uncertain times. 
You understand that uh, the times they're about to walk uh, into uh, are uncertain, unsettling times. Uh, uh, the leader they have known, the leader that uh, for over 40 years, uh, the one that walked into Egypt said, let my people go. Uh, they had confidence in this man uh, and they had confidence in his God and they followed him out of Egypt. And now he's about to step off the scene. They've never crossed Jordan. They've never walked across Jordan. They haven't walked in the promised land yet. They've heard that there were giants there. They heard that there was big cities, big walls there. And there were enemies in this land. There is a lot of uncertainty facing them in the day that which they are uh, uh, here. And so Moses is going to give them some help to encourage them to stay with God. These are the last four verses of the verses that uh, uh, the recorded of Moses were. The children of Israel is to get help from anybody, anytime. These verses will help you in any place and any time that you're at. Can I say the uncertainties of this uh, uh, time we're living in, uh, uh, these verses will help us. It doesn't matter where it's the Old Testament or the New Testament. Uh, uh, there are uh, verses that you can grab a hold of. I know there's verses written for uh, uh, Israel, and I know there's verses written for the church, uh, but there are some verses that are written that you and I can grab a hold of and sink our teeth into it and make it our verse to help us, to give us encouragement that we can go through and help our hearts and walk in this land that we walk in today. It can be your verse this morning. We, we find in the text that it's a help to any child of God. No matter where you're going through, no matter where you've been, no matter what you're facing this morning, I, I like the way it starts out, he said, uh, reminding the people of God who is served, he said, there's none like unto the God of uh, Jezreel. He's telling them that there's none, nobody like God. Can I just remind you, there's nobody like our God this morning. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, the Bible tells us. He said, I am the Lord, I change not. Can I tell you the God that they serve is the same God that we serve today. There's never been a God like our God. God steps out into nothing. Hangs the stars and the moons and the earth. He hangs everything. He puts everything in place. And there's nobody like our God this morning. I, I still believe in the old stories. God, how God created the heavens and the earth in six days. God created man out of the dust of earth and breathed life in the nostrils from the holy breath of God. I believe that He took the rib from a man and, and created woman. I still believe that uh, uh, he, he's uh, uh, still a holy God. Uh, I still believe that he, he is the one who sits on the throne. Uh, and there are those who uh, uh, believe in that Big Bang Theory. Boom, here we are. And let me just tell you this. If you believe that way, it takes more faith to believe that way uh, than it does. In, uh, my faith is the size of mustard seed. I believe God is God. I'm trusting in God. And I'm going to stay with God. My belief is in God. There there ain't never been a God like our God. Can I say this? I've long lived long enough to know there's never been a God like our God. The God I serve this morning, 
has been with me every step of the way. He's helped me through the valleys. He's picked me up when I've fallen down. He's carried me when I could not walk. He's brought me to the mountaintop. He's brought me through the valley. There's not been a God like the God I serve today. He said, there's none like unto the God of Jezreel, who rideth upon the heavens in thy help. He told them, this God ain't like any other God you know, and this God here is wanting to help you. Brother, when you got a strong arm on your side like that, there ain't nobody come against you. If God goes before you, who can come against you? If I told you this morning uh, there are 25 people outside there uh, just waiting to whip you up, uh, and, but don't worry, I've got your back. Y'all laugh, y'all laugh too because I'd laugh because I ain't got your back. Amen. I, let me tell you what. If somebody told me there are 25 people outside waiting on to beat me up. I ain't going outside. But let me tell you what. Uh, he, said, uh, God, he said, don't worry about it. This God is like no other God. He's got your back. He's strong arm. He knows what's going on. I thank God that no matter what I go through, no matter what I face or who I face, God is on my side. He's, big, he's bigger than any problems that you'll face this morning. You think your problems are bigger? God is bigger than those. The one that said, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. You got the one on your side that said, nothing is too hard for me. We have a mighty God this morning. There's nothing that I can face. There's nothing that you can face. There's nobody that can come against you or face you that has enough more than what God can take care of. God is on the other side waiting for us. He's my help this morning, and He helps those who help them. He's my aid. He's my protector this morning. He said in verse 27, The eternal God is thy refuge, and unbeneath are everlasting arms. He shall thrust out the enemy before thee. That word refuge means den or cave. He says this God is your refuge. It implies there's something that you got to get inside of. That implies that uh, you're surrounded by something. If you ever been in a cave, uh, and I mean there's those that's been in a cave, uh, and you get inside of this cave, uh, and they, you're surrounded from the back, uh, you can't go nowhere. You're surrounded on both sides. You can't. The only place that is not surrounded is right dead in front of you. He said, uh, he said he's our refuge. He's our den. Uh, he's, our, he's, our, uh, he's our support. He surrounds us. I remember those old Western movies. The good guys and the bad guys. They'd rob a bank and they'd start running to the hills and you see the good guys chase them to the hills and they get off the horse and they run up in the hills and they get to the big rock and they get behind the rock and they can't go no further. And finally, the good guys were always says, come out with your hands up. They had to walk out with their hands up because they say, hey, you got us. I got nowhere to go. I can't do no more. Hey, let me just say this. And God is saying the same thing. Come out with your hands up. You're covered. You're covered. He said in verse 29, Happy are thou, 
O Israel, who is like unto thee, O people, saved by the Lord. He said, you ought to be happy. You know why? And we ought to be happy. You know why? Because we have been saved by God. Those that have been washed by the blood, those who have been claimed the name of Jesus, we've got something to be happy about this morning. Let me tell you what, our God can do what no other God can do. Muhammad don't have what we have. The Mormons don't have what we have. The Buddhists don't have what we have. We've got a Christ who went to the cross of Calvary, shed his blood and died, and on the third day rose again. He set victory. He's given us victory in this life. He has surrounded us today. So if he surrounded us today, if he's got us covered from all sides, then let me just say this. Quit worrying. God's got it under control. God's got it under control. And I got to thinking about that refuge, that den, that cave. I'd like to give you a thought this morning. God has you surrounded. God has you surrounded. What do you mean God's got me surrounded? God has got you from behind. God has got you surrounded from your backside for your past. God is behind me to help me from my past. Every one of us has got a past this morning, amen. Uh, he has got us surrounded that he, he helps me from my past. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read about Israel and how bad Israel has been, uh, but it was littered with, uh, uh, loaded and, and saturated with uh, a rebellion and sin and stiff-neckedness and hard-neckedness. In fact, you go back to Israel's history, all the people above the age of 20 died in the wilderness because of their rebelliousness except for Caleb and Joshua and you know why they died because they rebelled against God God told them go into promised land and take it and they said oh no 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 we cannot do that God said yes you can they said you don't understand, God. We're nothing but gnats in the size of them. We look like grasshoppers in the eyes of them. They're big people. Don't miss this. They had been living from Genesis to Deuteronomy. Moses writes Genesis looking back. And when he begins to write about their experiences, Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy, they had been living under the law. The Bible said the law was given by Moses. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. They'd been living under Moses in the wilderness, and they'd been living in the past in the wilderness. Now they're getting ready to fix to cross over into a new world, the promised land. And somebody else is getting ready to take them over. It's not Moses. It's not the one they had comfort in. It's not the one that brought them out of here. Someone else is leading them now. And his name is Joshua. Anybody know what the name of Joshua means? Let me give it to you. Jesus' name in the New Testament is what? Jehovah. Joshua's name in the Old Testament is what? Jehovah, salvation. Amen. 
Jehovah's salvation. Joshua is getting ready to lead them into a new land and a new place. Jesus, our Jehovah, is getting ready to lead us into a new place, a new land, a new heaven, and a new earth. Amen. Y'all can't get excited about that, then I'm through. I'm through. I just want, whoo, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm getting ready to go to a place. Uh, here Joshua's getting ready to uh, go across into the, uh, the promised land. They were under the law. They failed. They messed up. They broke the anger of God upon them. Oh, but somebody steps on the scene. He's going to wipe the past away. Somebody's about to step out on the scene. They're about ready to cross the river Jordan. It's going to lead them into a new life. Joshua's going to lead them to a new future. Joshua's going to lead them to the new era, a new day. Can I say this? Can you remember when you lived in the old life? Can you remember when you was in the old life? Lost without God on your way to hell. But thanks to God, there was a day when the heavenly Joshua came down and got a hold of you, spoke to your soul, and got a hold of you and led you out of your past. Thank God that my past is now surrounded by God. He's got it under him. I thank God that I look back. I see nothing but Jesus Christ in the blood. I thank God that I have no past. I remember living that old life. I'd mess up left and right. And if you're perfect and you have never messed up, you need to come to the altar because you're lying. And that's the way we were before we got saved. Our past was always behind us. Can I say this? Every now and then the devil will reach up and tell you, whisper in your ear, don't you remember what you did? You remember how you acted? Amen. Y'all remember that? Amen. I don't need a devil to remind me how I used to be. I know. I know how I used to be. But sometimes we let the devil get in our ear and start talking to us and say, Hey, hey, uh, uh, you know, uh, you ain't saved. You know, uh, just because you came to the altar and you profess the name of Jesus Christ and you get up, you're not saved because God says, Hey, you're not worthy and I'm not worthy. Hey, you're not good enough. Hey, and I'm not good enough. Hey, uh, you're not, you're filthy. Hey, yes, I am filthy. But I'll tell you what, devil, I've been washed by the blood. Jesus Christ's blood is on me. And now when he sees me he sees me white as snow so just tell the devil get away from me and I tell you I, woo, you don't know how to get the devil away from you right quick right 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 quick just start praising thank you Jesus Hey, I don't have much. I ain't got this going on. I ain't got that going on. But what I do, I've got. I've got Jesus Christ. I've been born again. I'm on my way to thank you, Lord. And the devil's got to go. Amen. Jesus got me surrounded from my past. I don't let my past dwell in my life anymore. It's behind me. God is beside us. He helps us in our present day.
Here we find in Israel, heart is heavy. They're losing their leader. Israel's heart is burdened because they're not sure what they're going to face. In the time of uncertainty is going on in the promised land. You know what God tells them in Joshua chapter 1, verse number 6. Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. And in verse 7 of chapter 1 of Joshua, it says, Only be strong and very courageous. Verse 9, he says, have I not commanded thee to be strong and of good courage? You see, over and over, God is telling the people, hey, be strong, be of good courage, don't be afraid. And I'm telling you, I'm with you. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. I don't know what this week will hold for you. I don't know what it's going to hold for me. But I do know this, there is a God in heaven that stands beside me. And he knows what I face this week. He knows what I'm going to go through. And he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. He said, don't worry about it. Be courageous, be strong, and of good courage. Because I am there with you. God is our refuge, our strength, and a very present help in trouble. Bible tells us. You don't have to stand around and wonder what's going on, wring your hands and wonder what's going on and where God is at. Why aren't you here, God? Why aren't you doing this? God has always been there. God is in a present help with us. When you need Him, God is there. The Bible said, Let therefore come boldly into the throne of grace of God. That you may obtain mercy and find grace in the help of time of need. Oh, we should remember that. We should get a hold of that. That in our time of need, uh, and God is right beside us. Uh, he said you can come boldly to the throne of grace. Uh, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through. And God is on our side this morning. That means, that word that says in a time of need means Right in the nick of time. You remember the old westerns? Calvary always showed up right in the nick of time. They come over the hills, trumpet is blowing, the saber's pulled, and they're just going to charge right in the nick. God is the same way. Right in the nick of time when you don't know what's going on, you think you're about ready to fall, you think you're about ready to go under, but right in the nick of time, there is God. There is God. I shouldn't have to worry about that. You may be fighting depression, discouragement. But God says, I'm there. I'm with you. He's on your side this morning. He wants to be a help to you this morning. God has got us surrounded this morning from behind for help with our past. God has got us surrounded on our sides to help with our present time. God goes before me to help me to guide me with His providence. You know what is waiting on them ahead? The book of Joshua. 
It's nothing but fighting after fight after fight after fight. I, I think they, they, they fought 31 kings in the book of Joshua. And if you fight 31 kings, that means you fought 31 kingdoms in the book of Joshua. It's nothing but fight after fight. They had to fight the giants. They said, we're nothing but the grasshoppers in their sight. They were fighting the giants. The odds were against them. But God said, don't be afraid of them. Because I am going before you. I'm going before you. If you have to face your giants by yourself, you would be afraid of them too. If I had to face my giants and my uncertainties in my life that tomorrow holds for me, I'd be afraid too. But I'm so glad that we don't have to face our giants by ourselves this morning. I'm glad that God has gone before me. He knows what's ahead of me and He's preparing a way for me. God has gone before me. The Bible says by the time Israel has gotten to, gotten to them, they were scared of them. The giants and the people in the land that they going to, the Bible said that they were scared of the children of Israel. Why were they scared of the children of Israel? Because they've heard what their God had done. They heard that their God had fought for them and gave them victory after victory after victory. Let me just tell you what. The devil don't like it when you get victory. But he knows God's going to give you victory. He knows God's with you. He knows God's going to have you. Just walk with God. Don't turn around. Just stay with God. Oh God, I'm going with you all the way. And you'll get victory after victory after victory. They were afraid of on the Bible said. Amen. Get out of here, devil. Amen. They were afraid of him. I promise you this morning, if you're a child of God washed by the blood, there is not a place that you can go. There is not God has already been. He's brought you through. And knowing that he can bring you through it, he can take you through it. Amen. God's behind me with my past. God's beside me to help me in the presence. But God goes before me to help with the providence that guides me. I follow after God. But God is also below me to help me out of the pit. God has gone below me to help me out of the pit. This morning I love what the psalm said. He brought me up also out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. I am on my way to heaven this morning. Listen, if you're sitting here and you're not sure where you're going, if there's doubt in your mind, let me just say this. God said there's no doubt. You ought to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're a child of God and you're on your way to heaven. You ought to know that Jesus died for you on the cross. You ought to know that you received Him as your Savior. You ought to know that you've been washed by the blood. And if you've been washed by the blood, that place, I don't have to go. If you're dying here and going to hell, you don't have to this morning. You don't have to die and go to hell. 
You don't have to go. Why? Because <laughs> Jesus has already been to hell for me. Bible said he died when he died on the cross and they buried him. Three days he was in the heart of the earth preaching to the old saints. He went in and gathered all the old saints. Boom. There they go. If, I, if he wasn't my sacrifice, he wasn't my savior, I'd have to face the cross. I'd have to face hell. But he already was my sacrifice. He already been to hell for me. I don't have to go. He is my redeemer. Amen. Amen. He's gone and been to hell, suffered the, the anguish of hell. He suffered the anguish of sin. He's done that all for me so that I don't have to. There are people going to hell today that don't have to go. Can I say this? There are people sitting in church today going to hell that don't have to go. Come on. People sitting in church going to hell and don't have to go. That's why it's so important that we witness. Witness and witness. Think about your family dying and going to hell. Think about your husband, your wife dying and going to hell. Think about your children dying and going to hell. Oh, what a burden. What a pain. And they don't have to. They don't have to. We should become witnesses for God more in the day that we live in than we have ever been before. Because we know the outcome. And you say, hey, oh, the world ain't over yet. But let me tell you what, God says, look up redemption. Now, all these things are happening for a plan. Amen. And I believe it's sooner than you think. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking for signs anymore. I'm listening for the sound. <laughs> I'm listening for him to call my name out. Say, hey, come on home. I'm listening for the trumpet sound. I'm listening for the shout. I'm not watching signs no more. Them things are over with. I'm just waiting. Amen. God has got me surrounded from the back so my past. He's got me surrounded on my sides for the present that I live in for the guidance. He's gone before me, below me, so that I don't have to go to hell. I saved the best for last. Where do you think he's gone now? Come on. He's gone above me. He's gone above me. God has gone above me for my propitiation. He's going to be my sacrifice. As a sinner, you would have to die and suffer. The consequences of the sin. But Christ did it for you. God has gone above me to help me into paradise. Moses is about to go. Moses is about to leave this world. And he finds out in chapter 34 that God is not just all around him. But he's about to take him out of this world.
Can I tell you, every child of God this morning, there is no need to fear the crossing. When time comes, God calls your name. You don't have to be scared about it. Because he's already gone that way too. He's gone that way. Not only did he sin in the earth and he walked like a man, he lived like a man, suffered pain like a man, and he died like a man, he went into hell like a man, but he also ascended back out of hell and back into heaven. He's on the right hand of the Father making intercession for you and I today. And the Bible says he's going to receive us into glory. He's going to receive us. Let me be honest with you. I am just like you. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. In fact, I like to hang on to the rapture myself. I really would. I, mean, I don't care how long it is, whatever. I, you know, Lord, I'd, you know, but if I have to go, I ain't going to be afraid. I'm not going to worry about it. Because I know what I... Whew, just like the day you got saved, Jesus spoke to your heart. <laughs> and what a burden that was lifted off your shoulders. Let me tell you what I believe. This is mine. This is Jimmy 101. I'm going to tell you right here now. I believe about that time you close your eyes in death, Jesus is going to speak. He says, come home. Come home. And, I, and I've seen people die and they raise their hand up. And I say, Lord, what you're looking at is the heavens that's opened up. And they go. I've had them say, hey, brother, there stands Jesus over there. And I said, what? And there they go. But I have been in a room with somebody dying, fighting, screaming. It hurts. It's pain. It's burning. It's suffering. As a child of God, I don't have to worry about that. I'm not afraid of that. I used to be afraid of dying. I didn't want to die. Lord, I've been enough funerals. I said, I don't want to be like that. I don't want nobody to see me laying in the coffin because I don't want to get there. Now, hey, Lord, if it gets me home early, I'm ready. I'm ready. And the reason why I can say I'm ready and the reason why you can say you're ready because Jesus has us surrounded. There's not a place that anybody can get a hold of you that Jesus had not got covered. He's gone behind me. He's gotten rid of my past for me. Thank you, Lord. He's in my present help today, right now. He's right here helping you and I. He's helping you and I right now. He's also going before us to guide us in our direction that we need to go. He's already gone below us to keep us from having to go to hell. But he says, I go to prepare a place. And if I go to prepare a place, I'll come again and receive you unto me. That where I'm at, you may be also. Amen. Is, don't, does that bring joy to your heart? Y'all sure don't look like it. This is my happy face. <laughs> I'm just overbrand with joy. Good grief. Come on. I done told you God's got you surrounded. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about what's going on. Don't worry about this COVID-19 pandemic, racial rioting. Don't worry about it. Amen. God's got you surrounded. 